Previously on Whose Dice Are These Anyway? Coming down this canyon, you guys see, looks like at least four more howlers charging at you. As they're getting close, Jacques, you notice out of the corner of your eye a, like, blur of red. You recognize these as Red Wardens. So if we fuck with these Red Wardens, we're already at a minus one with them on status. If we get to a minus three, we're at war with them. You were also warned in a prophecy by uh, Madame Zelda not too long ago. You have many enemies in the world. Some are dressed all in red. They're like, I know we have a little bit of bad blood between us, but we actually need these howlers for something. We need three more than what we got. Would you be willing to give us those as a measure of good faith? kind of patch things up between our organization and yours do we have a deal i walk over and extend my hand he reaches out to shake it i shake it and i I smack him on his big strong back too and i say look we got a deal Welcome to Whose Dice Are These Anyway, an actual play podcast where the stories are made up and the rules barely matter. I'm Patrick. I'm Weston. I'm Mason. And I'm Matt. And this is Whose Dice Are These Anyway. All right, welcome back. Thanks for joining us as always. And let's just get right into it. Uh, You guys just... Defeated a bunch of howlers. Despite Kathy's protests, you you made some friends and you gave some of those howler carcasses away to the Red Wardens, who I am going to tell you, I don't think we mentioned it in the last episode, but that is going to take you from negative one relationship with the Red Wardens to positive one. So you're going, you're getting nice. two upticks on their status with you. Hell yeah. And they were very pleased to hear about, well, not pleased, but like interested to hear about uh, what you said the Church of Atia was saying about them. And uh, they seemed like they made note of that. So perhaps you've sown some some discord within the faction universe that's a page of ticking clocks that I have going on <laughs> that you can't see. Uh, so yeah, you guys, are you doing anything else in the desert before you come back to town or... Or are you just coming straight back? Um, do we see any blue caps? You do not. There don't mm. seem to be any here in the desert. Okay. So I definitely want to... But like, good callback. <laughs> you know, I... I, The entire time we were doing that quest, the blue caps were like back burner for me. I gave no fucks about them. Because I was in like future tech ruins like this is a badass dungeon mode. And then I was like, oh, and we got to mm-hmm. fight these blue m- lights that keep popping up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I want to hollow a howler out to get it prepped as a ghillie suit. <laughs> okay. I mean, what are you rolling to do that? I am going to roll. What isn't he rolling to do? You know, I guess my question is not what are you rolling? What is, what actions are you taking to create this harp, er, excuse me, howler ghillie suit? Um, so I'm just gonna 
take my... Are we still in the score? Do I need to mark this off in the inventory? Sure, yeah. The score's not over till you go get your payoff, so... <laughs> Alright, so I've got my fine hand weapon that I take out. It's got a nice curved blade, and my background is the silver nails, so it's got silver streaks all over it. Super cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to slice this thing right down the abdomen and just start hauling out guts. And it's not the one that I looked at either. It is... Oh, did we want to do the alpha? I think we should turn that thing in. Yeah, okay. We'll do a regular one. All right. So a regular howler. Cut out all the guts and and awful or whatever that word is for all that bullshit that comes out of their bellies. <laughs> awful like that, sounds It's like right that to scene <laughs> with uh, Tywin Lannister when he's skidding and gutting the Field deer. Field dressing a deer. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Just chatting with our new red homies. Oh, they're gone. Like, once you give them theirs, they're like, okay, peace. And, like, they just head out into the desert in kind of the opposite direction oh. of uh, Night Fort. Well, that's fine. So I can roll Wreck. Trust me, the more time you spend with them, the less likely they are to stay at positive relationship with you all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you too well. Well, they'll just keep asking us for more free shit. Ungrateful little bastards. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> literally literally grateful because their opinion of you improved. But <laughs> I mean, I don't think Kathy would have any way of quantifying their opinion of us. So far, it's just these whiny assholes who asked us for free shit, and we gave it to them. At great personal cost. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of, between your two groups, they're the whiny assholes. <laughs> yeah, so at great personal cost, says the one who comes and gets a reading every year, and then calls bullshit on the reading every year that she's paid for. <laughs> okay, so you're, okay, so what do you want to roll, what, yeah, what action are you taking? Um, I'm gonna roll wreck. I'm okay, wrecking this uh, howler. <laughs> I need to, hold up. I need to look at what Rex says it is because that feels kind of counter to what you're trying to do. Well, it says you can do it with savage force or carefully applied sabotage. Wreck a place, item, or obstacle with savage force. I mean, I think you would, if you wreck this thing, you are just breaking it down into like nothing. Like it'll just be. You know what I mean? Like, you'll be smashing it up into, like, a pulp. Oddly, they don't have a field dressing howler button you can click. Mm. Well, It feels like it would go under Tinker. Yeah, that's where I think it would go. Like, you are kind of creating something. You could, I could also see maybe, mm, maybe not finesse, but, like, uh, wreck. Wreck's just pretty violent. Like, if you just want to, (laughs) like... Like, in my mind, if you're like, I wrecked this howler, I guess maybe that's step one. You're, like, really cleaning it all out. Like, you'll just have the skin pristine. Like, no, no, nothing attached. You ripped it all out. Um, uh, maybe I'll try to be careful then. I'll, I'll tinker with it. All okay. Right. So this is going to be, what's my position? Uh, this is controlled for uh, standard effect. Nothing bad is happening. Do I have to take it down to... Uh, limited effect because of my uh, harm? this isn't 
No, because the harm has to do with like your injury. So because you're not, I mean, your back is obviously connected to the rest of your body, but like this isn't like a feat of strength that you're doing. Like you're trying to carefully take your time to do something. So uh, because the injury doesn't pertain to the role, it doesn't affect it. Okay. So as I'm trying to tinker with this, I'm humming to myself, big, strong back connected to the big, strong shoulders, (laughs) big, strong shoulders connected to the... Big strong elbow. And I rolled a... Uh, you'd roll the three. Ah, yes. Because I don't have any skills in Tinker. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so this... I still not... wrecked this ghillie suit. <laughs> <laughs> so you do not have a ghillie suit. You do still have, like... I will say you have, like, a carcass <laughs> that it got you got rid of all the gross perishable bits. Um... But it is in no way, like, you cannot mark, I have a ghillie suit shaped like a howler. But you still have, like, I'm not saying you destroyed the materials yeah. if you want to get someone else to do it. Some, like, in town or one of the rest of uh, your other party members. So you have, like, a howler skin rug? Yeah, Basically, tomato, tomato. That's, ex- that's exactly what you have. It's a howler skin rug. The world's worst rug. It's a matter of opinion. <laughs> Apparently someone in the Crimson Sea really wants this shit, so maybe we should go there. Mm-hmm. With my rug. <laughs> we'll turn in the other ones. I love the idea that you gave them some carcasses, but then somehow beat them to wherever their payoff is. Or like, oh, we already sold all ours to this person. Just seems like a dick move. Anyway. that's, uh, that's We're famous for that, though. That's why we got minus ones with everybody else. Fair. Uh, anything else you'd like to do before you return to town? And end the score. Can we search like the general area and see if they made of attack neating people and left like some treasure or something laying around? Sure. Uh, you don't need to roll anything for that. I'll just like hand wave that you search around. You don't. You might find some evidence of like uh, attacks because there were some attacks out there, but it's mostly like you're finding blood and like on some rocks and stuff. Like because the town was aware of this problem. People had either been brought back already. Like, these scenes have kind of already been gotcha. dealt with. Okay. Uh, if everyone is good, then we're going to fast forward to the night fort. Take us back. Yeah, you roll into town, and you can go to the commander's office where you, like, got this contract in the first place. And uh, you are kind of escorted right in. His secretary doesn't give you any guff. And uh, Commander Bertram is like, Oh, you're back, and uh, I hear you've got some howlers. You hear correctly. Well, uh, the town and I really appreciate your efforts here, and I uh, am a man of my word, so it seems like, if I'm counting this right, you've got uh, four coin for the whole thing, and then it looks like, because I assume you're keeping your rug, is that correct? Gonzo? Yes, I'll be keeping my rug. Okay, and that's... I'm actually in the hallway, like, dragging in the alpha one. Like, cut him off. I'm like, has anyone seen this huge <laughs> one before? <laughs> oh, yeah, this that's like... This thing snuck up on us. <laughs> that's... Oh, yeah, that they're very dangerous. That's the that's the the leader of the pack, usually. Uh, but here's three me, more this coins. This hurt. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, sir, uh, you can leave that out in the yard. <laughs> like... 
I don't need to see it personally. Like I've been told, uh, I just see him coming in and then like turn around to walk away, and his like whatever garment <laughs> he wears is just shredded <laughs> in the back, just falling off. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. So he puts three more coins. He's like, here's. Seven coins, fair and square. Uh, and <laughs> so he's just giving us like bags of the equivalent of this amount of coin, just like bags yeah, of yeah. cash. He's and just... we just can't fucking fit it. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put one in my pocket, but then I'm full. Is this something we can figure out later? Or we're gonna figure it out. I'm gonna do things a little bit out of order because we're gonna do XP first. Okay, uh, and that will resolve some of this, some of your money troubles. So let's actually do the crew XP the very first, because that will take care of it the fastest. The Slay Dogs, you have done a score, and you have earned rep. It doesn't really matter how much rep you've earned, so we're not going to take the time to calculate it, because you only have one space left, and you can't, like, fill in for... Like, it doesn't roll over, so you've maxed out your rep, and you now can move up a tier. Thank God. I'm tired of being tier zero, running into all these powerful fuckers. So in order to move up a tier, you have to pay uh, eight times the new, the the, the tier that you're going to be. So coin. So you need eight coin to become tier one. So you basically have, you can just give me those seven coin back and, give me one coin from somewhere on your guys' sheet and you're a tier one crew. Cappy, I'm so sorry you were right the whole time. Thank you very much. (laughs) Three coin is a huge amount of money in this game. (laughs) I'll I'll put up the extra coin that needs to come from one of us. Okay. And you now have a weak hold on tier one. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, that's so you have a weak hold until you fill up your rep again, and then you can get a strong hold on tier one. So we're like barely tier one. Yeah, Damn. we just moved up. It's like we oh, just crossed we're the finish still line by the nose. For sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you think you came out of the desert and were suddenly badasses? Like you're still the same people you were. You just <laughs> like you've earned you've been enough. badasses the whole time. Mm, mm-hmm. So I agree. Uh, that's true. You have been pretty badass the whole time. Anyway, so yeah, you're a weak hold on tier one. Basically, if things can happen to you, like wars with other factions, or like you guys can, there's like consequences that you can accept, like, oh, I lose. If you start losing rep for some reason, or get negative rep, you can go from, if you have a weak hold, you can lose your hold on tier one and go back to tier zero. Or if you get a stronghold on tier one, you can le- lose it and go back to weak hold. Anyway, it's just a complicated. It's a it's a doggy dog world out there, uh, in this in this fictional universe, and you gotta hustle if you wanna get to the top of the pile. Well, good thing we're the sleigh dogs. That's right. In this doggy dog world. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that all happened, and congratulations, you're tier one. This is actually quite the accomplishment. It's. I think it's kind of hard to get up there. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I did too. And that's why I was like, oh, we're just barely hanging on the cliff here of tier one. Um, but that's all kind of part of the design of the game that you're scoundrels and life is hard and you're, you got to fight to 
to get there. Now let's do some more, uh, the rest of crew advancement. Did you execute a successful extermination, relocation, rescue, or tracking operation? Yes. Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, did you contend with challenges above your current station? On the regular. Yes. I would say yes. Uh, did you bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one? Yes. I think you were bold during that uh, score. And did you express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of your crew? The stumper. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that we've ever done that in a clear cut way. Which is, it's one of the things I wanted to kind of go over with the group is like, how, how would we even do that as part of a score? Well, I think like. Is our main goal just to make money? Because we just, right. we discussed what is the that essential like, all core the time. of the crew. Well, I think we were talking about our goals with like not going to war with other factions. So executing our strategy of like getting a bolstered reputation with one of the other factions that's true i actually yeah i think i'm going to give this to you because i also think this could fall under the inner conflict which is the the conflict between what's more important like our relationships with people or making money because you had a kathy saying why would we be giving this stuff away for free and gonzo and jacques being like but we could take them from being pissed at us to being friends with us and that is i feel like that is where the rubber is going to meet the road many times in this campaign as you guys meet and interact with people is uh but i want the most for me (laughs) but maybe i'm wrong about that so uh you have filled up your crew advancement and you now get to pick another special ability cool what is our current special ability you have deadly. Each PC may add plus one rating to hunt, prowl, or skirmish. You already did that. Uh, stay down. Oh, so basically, if you fight something that has regeneration powers, you can just take three stress and it won't get back up. Sweet. Where's the one that lets us carve a better ghillie suit? <laughs> do you guys have a preference? I'm trying to see. You want to do the... The patron one, whereas when we advance our tier, it costs half the corn it normally would. Do you think we'll ever reach another tier? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's going to be big going forward because, like, next, when you go to tier two, it's 16. It's going to be 16. So that's if you haven't bought a vault by then, you're going to have a hard time scraping together 16 coin that you guys are all just carrying around. Oh my God. Our patrons should be. Cobble, the owner of the Caesar salad. <laughs> Great. I'm glad he's coming back. Of course. When we came I, back, I was going to be like, hey, where's Cobble? I bring him in. <laughs> yeah, I like Patron. Cool. I'm marking it. Oh, <clears throat> someone already did, but then I did again. Cool. Okay, let's do your guys' HP or XP before I forget. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> <laughs> Did you address a challenge with tracking or violence? Uh, I say yes, multiple on that one. Yeah, definitely. You did the bird, you fought the things, absolutely. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? Uh, Once. Okay. Can you refresh my memory when... Uh, Was that the... Uh, Not the Caesar salad. Shit, I really can't remember, Matt. 
I did the temple, maybe where I marked these down. Oh, okay. I believe you. Uh, so I think maybe at the temple, the like the Luxor turned uh, where the mad where the Zelda was. Zelda lady was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you struggled with issues of your vice or traumas during the session. I don't think I did this time. Actually. Okay. Great. We're gonna move right along. Who wants to go next? Gonzo will go next. Gonzo, it is. Uh, Gonzo, did you address a challenge with violence or coercion? Yes. Uh, yeah, definitely twice. Uh, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Am I marking or are you marking? I'm marking them. Okay. Yes, I would say that I expressed my heritage and then I didn't want people to call me by my name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So is that one time or... Or are you saying two? Um, I also talked about not liking the Night 4 area because it was too hot. Oh, that's true. Uh, and did you struggle with issues of your vice or traumas during the session? Um, no, I did not. Okie doke. And now, Kathy, legs hip burn. Did you address the challenge with calculation or conspiracy? I would say yes. Yes, times. I would agree with that. Uh, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I think we got a lot of that in Night Fort. I think so, too. I think we got both your relationship with <laughs> Madame Zelda, as well as, like, your your friendship with Cobble, and just, like, the whole Kathy backstory really yeah. started to come through mm-hmm. and shine. You got a whole origin. I loved it. Uh, you struggled with issues with your vice or traumas during the session. I don't think so. I don't think Kathy struggles with her vice very much. Um, (laughs) I do think think she's got a pretty good handle on it. I do think it came up, though, because it was like everyone's interaction with you was like, I think Zelda and you is like, she she hates you because you sleep with everyone. (laughs) You and Cobble Cobble used to have a relationship. So I actually do think I'm going to give you a a tick on that. Kathy was flirting with the Red Wardens, too. Like that is winking true. at them. We can all go back to get a drink at the night for it. Like Kathy's always flirting. <laughs> they were not going to be down for that. ABF always be flirting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so that's XP for all of you. We've done payout. Let's do some quick heat. Which actually, I don't think you're going to get much heat on this score. I mean, I kind of think this was a smooth to quiet operation to like contained at the very most you guys went out to do a thing you did it you had help like in from another faction but like they didn't there wasn't like a problem and you ended really amicably with everyone so what do you guys think does anyone want to make a case for something different no (laughs) kind of sounds right it was particularly chaotic yeah i just think for I'm us, it was kind of mild, actually. Yeah, I think I'm willing to give you a zero heat for this. Like, I would have given you some heat for, like, it. I definitely would have given you more had you come into conflict with the Red Wardens, but I think giving them what they wanted and diffusing the situation means that, like, everyone walked away from this happy, and I'm just going to say you just get the rep that you get for it. Sweet. So that doesn't change that. I've already rolled your entanglements for you, because... I've got sneaky secret plans. And 
Uh, that brings us to like your downtime activities. What would you like to do in downtime? I believe everyone gets two except Kathy, who I think gets three for free. Yes. Uh, one thing that Kathy can do is she has a functioning vice. So when she indulges her vice, she can adjust the outcome one or two up or down. Uh, and an ally who joins in me may do the same. So Kathy is going to address the group and be like, look, I understand you each have your own special proclivities, but I'm going to take you to a strip club. <laughs> Everyone come with me. <laughs> cool. Best uh, in the world in Nightfall. Jesus Christ. And this, this, isn't, we... this isn't my audio nightmare of I have to be a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> and if we play our cards right. Cobble's there too. Legs may even make it. <laughs> Uh, legs may even make an appearance. Oh, shit. Slay dogs. So that is uh, the way I would like to sort of allow my allies to also adjust their functioning vice roles, one or two in either direction, depending on what you need. Okay, so I just want to real quick get a recap on everyone's vice. I know Gonzo's is fancy fine dining. And I know, and I don't know anymore what Jacques is. His used to be maple syrup. It's now something about boots. It's stealing boots. Is it stealing boots? I, I, think it, I don't know if it's stealing boots or just boots. We we determined that it wasn't, we didn't know if it was having the boots or stealing the boots that got him off. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just, ha- I think it's just nice boots. So, okay. So presumably you could buy nice boots and that'll also count. But okay. Nice boots. <laughs> It's so, so you're looking. I know you're looking for a strip club where you can get have sex, fine dining, and nice foods all wrapped into one. Isn't that uh, every strip club? In my, I'm pretty Nightport? sure. Yeah, that's that's just the way it is. Right. We're going to Boots Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> of course, sorry, we are. Kinky Boots Tavern. That's it. Sure. One of the only surviving relics of the ancients was a poster for a Vegas revival of Kinky Boots. Mm -hmm. And somehow the words (laughs) translate the same into your language. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not leading the charge on this roleplay, so... (laughs) (laughs) But I'll play along. You guys are walking up to Kinky Boots Tavern. It's fairly popular uh, as a destination. Is everyone going, or is anyone not taking... Oh, I'm definitely uh, going. Oh, we're going. Okay. And yeah, everyone, like, there's a line, but it's not like super long. You get through it pretty quick. Um, it's just a busy, you come at like the popular time. And uh, this inside is actually kind of weird for you. Uh, maybe less so because you guys are from Night Four, but like a lot of times, um, and in this place, there's like candles that are lit. Like, that's the lighting inside a building, especially at night. But like, a lot of these candles are different colors. So, like, there is like this weird, like, kind of not strobe light effect, but like kind of moving light effect. It's like there's a chandelier that people will like spin, and all the candles are like different colors on it. So, like, it really like is creating this very strange and unique. Uh, atmosphere in this in this place and then there are some like larger braziers near the stage that are also like there's like a main stage where all the light is basically like white light to just give off bright 
uh, kind of colors. But then some of the other ones, there's just like a blue stage and a red stage and a green stage and a yellow stage. And on the main stage, sometimes uh, you see as you walk in, one of the performers is doing her dance and she has like a little pouch kind of fastened to her hip and she'll like reach in and grab some dust and like as she's spinning around she lets the dust kind of move around it hits the fire and sparks a different color and everyone goes wild and every once in a while they'll do that trick and like the performers will change in the like flash of the light so it seems like one person's on the pole and then the light trick happens and then there's a different performer on the pole and people go crazy for that too this place sounds awesome yeah uh Gonzo is just How many like light moving. changes before Kathy is on the pole? I don't know. You have to go talk to somebody about making that happen. So is there like a like a a band? Yes, there definitely is. Alright, so like Gonzo is just like grooving to the music every time one of the light flashing things happens. Just like super appreciative of like the production values, like clapping, like, yeah. And then Gonzo wants to scope out the food. Okay, uh, there is a world-class buffet at this strip club. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's, I mean, I know you've said it several times in this podcast, it's the stinkiest cheeses that are at this, <laughs> at this strip club. It's just like really fancy food and exotic food is more uh, the thing about it. So like, they've got little sections that are like, oh, Night Fort region food and like Shimmerma and Atiyah's Bounty and like there, and there's seafood from Custilla Islands and really spicy jambalaya from South Reach and like all these different, like every region has like a little section of the buffet. My God, I'm going to be here for like minutes, like just <laughs> piling <laughs> things on the plates uh, if anyone is like in line with me, I'm like giving them little factoids about the sticky cheeses and the seafood options uh, to the point where eventually I'm like slowly going to be I'm like reaching across like to pull off. There's probably like sauces available, mm-hmm. right? Oh, like, for sure. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to like reach behind and like get the the jug that the sauces have and I'm like gonna start like mixing a different little concoction and show the guy next to me like you gotta try this try this with that shrimp and mix it with this one if there's like workers like i'm looking at them like have you tried he's into it he's like i came here for the dances but like uh you're blowing my mind here man this is this this is is the good level Yeah. yeah this is where it's at and then like there's workers behind the buffet are they like are there cooks or anything Sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Just want to like make eye contact with them, make sure they're cool with me. Like, I'm gonna grab this jug. Is that cool? Like, gonna mix the sauce up. Uh, you tried that? Have you, have you mixed that with that one before? It's so good. I I have to say, normally, that is not okay. But I see what you're doing, and game respects game. <laughs> Proceed. Goddamn right. <laughs> I won't come back there because you know I don't have a full shirt on. My back's kind of in tatters, but. Uh, <laughs> hand me that real quick and uh, just Dude. get in a few <laughs> pause 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 do you do you say that to this man or yeah. are you just telling me oh, okay uh so you say i'm not coming back there my back is in tatters and he's just like understandable you are clearly an adventurer uh here and he hands you the the sauce that you need sweet okay so I just need to recap the mechanics of what we're doing. 
everyone can indulge their vice. Is that what's happening here? And Kathy yes. can adjust everyone separately. Or you can, like, pick to choose one person who you can, like, move their number. No, it says, when I indulge in my vice, I may adjust the dice outcome by one or two up or down. An ally who joins in your vice may do the same. Okay. So, I think we just roll your indulge vice now, Gonzo, because I can't imagine topping that scene. All right. Indulge vice. No bonus dice. So, three, and then I'm going to increase it by one. You can increase it by two. Oh, by two. Okay, yeah. So I'll increase it by two to make it five, so that just leaves me with one strength. Yes, okay. I mean, I'm so glad this worked out, because if it didn't work out, I really wanted you to have overindulged, but this is perfect, <laughs> that you have adequately indulged your vice almost perfectly uh, to get rid of all your stress, because, yeah, this is the culinary delight you've been waiting for your whole life and didn't even know it. The Frostlands are, you know, everything's so cold, and, like, everything's just bland and just, like, like salted fish and you know like meat and whatever it's just not that great like there's not a lot of seasoning and herbs and stuff and the night fort is the culinary wonderland you've always wanted and kinky boot strip club is the place to, <laughs> to satisfy that itch for you so yeah friends yeah do I mean, you can tell all your friends and your new friend, the French chef who is <laughs> blown away by what you're doing uh, with these flavors. So that was perfect. A chef's kiss to, to that indulging of vice. And who would like to, what who, What else are people doing? I'm steady looking for a stripper that's got boots on, obviously. Okay. So uh, for sure after, it doesn't take very long, uh, the... <laughs> The red stage, uh, you hear the telltale click clack of <laughs> of boots as she I turn immediately. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Just head whips around. Right. Yep. The TV show version of this is like it's all loud in there. You see you look over, you see uh Gonzo going crazy at the buffet, and then just all the sound fades away as you hear clump, 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 clump. <laughs> you whip around to see, I don't know. Cinnamon taking the stage over on the Cinnamon with a Y. Yeah, but not where you think it is. <laughs> That's and right. It's S-Y-N. <laughs> right. Cinnamon. Got it. Yeah. I go up there to uh, to the stage, and I just get, like, right in front. I push push my way up there. If there's tables, I just, I don't care. Uh, you hear a guy, he's like, oh, man, I've been waiting all week for some boot action. And then you just uh, <laughs> shove him aside. <laughs> Yes, I do. Without a doubt, I just shove him to the side. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I, sort of like Gonzo. I'm kind of grooving to the music, but I'm just fixated on these boots. Right. And Her uh, boot work is spectacular. That's that's what I'm talking about. And it's there's a little bit of river dance in there. Um, <laughs> and just... <laughs> You've never seen boots move this way before. Oh my gosh, my mind is blown a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can indulge your vice unless you want something else to happen in the scene. Just, the only the other thing I want to happen in the scene is like a girl, like a wa- a cocktail waitress, not a stripper, comes by with like a tray, and on it is maple syrups, and I just push her out of the way and <laughs> sure, fixate sure. on the boots. She goes. <laughs> she- <laughs> She goes by and she's like, maple syrup shot, maple syrup shot. And the guy that you pushed over before is like, 
oh, well, I mean, if I can't have boots, at least I can have... And you were like, no! And you knock it away. That guy can't indulge his vice at all. That's what I'm talking um, about. My mission so, is yeah, accomplished. You can roll those dice. Oh, or boy. dice. I don't know how many you get for... I don't either. Um, I'm looking for the indulge vice roll thing. Nice. I rolled a five, and I will adjust that by one so that I take all six of my stress away. Great. Uh, so, yeah, the boot show finishes, and you... I just light up a cigarette. Yeah, all your stress is melted away. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and the guy is like, oh, hey, can I have one? I just look at him, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I go back to smoking my cigarette. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what's up those boots, girl? Talking to the stripper. <laughs> sure, sure. All right, we now turn to the moment we've all been waiting for. Kathy, what are you doing? Uh, well, clearly I know the owner here. Sure. As the reason that uh, Kathy came to this place. So she's going to find that person mm -hmm. and attempt to fill her, her standard booking and do a dance. Okay. Do, is this owner a man or a woman? Let's uh, let's flip a coin. Okay. And by that I mean roll a die. Uh, even is, is a man, odds a woman. It's a man. Okay. Uh, you go up at, to Tolos, who is uh, the owner here, and he's like, Oh, Kathy, how you doing? I've never been better, Tolos. I'm, I'm ready. I brought some friends. I think we, we've got an overabundance of coin. I'm sure you know how that is. Uh, and I've just got this, you know, pent-up energy. I'm looking to, uh, to, to shake what my mama gave me. All right, Kathy, you know I can't say no to you. What stage would you like? If I'm not on the main stage, I'll burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. I knew that's what you were going to say. Uh, two, I've got an open spot two, two spots from now. <laughs> I know how strip clubs work. Um, yep. so, uh, you wait your turn, and yeah, you... What? Do you have a particular any requests uh, for the band? Anything? You, any, uh, maybe not a specific song, but just a vibe that you'd like to to accompany you in this artistic endeavor. Uh, uh obviously we're going for bebop jazz. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so right before you go on, he's like, "Oh, and your normal your normal intro." Obviously. Okay, you're like ready to go and. People come out and like all the staff come over and kind of like cover up all the lights with they're almost like shields, but they just kind of cover the brazier, but don't put them out just to kind of dim the lights. Ladies and gentlemen, returning to the stage after far too long is the one, the only Kathy Legs Hipburn. And then uh, obviously cowboy yeah. the cowboy bebop theme starts da -da 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 -da. <laughs> they like lift the lights back up and there you are doing whatever you'd like to do slay dogs i'm <laughs> 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 from the other side of the room right yeah both of you are on the opposite sides of this strip club i don't know if you guys have seen uh the one woman elaine stritz show where she does kind of a uh, autobiographical story of her life. Um, but this is what's happening on stage. Kathy is in kind of like a, a jaunty little, like short, like midriff cut tuxedo suit coat, you know? <laughs> uh, what's the, like a bolero coat? There it is. 
Obviously, shoulder pads. Of course. Gotta have those. I've never like, seen a stripper without shoulder pads. Right. So. Right. That's not a thing. <laughs> right. Tights, obviously, uh, and a top hat and a cane. So and many she's... so many clothes. <laughs> but... <laughs> like the most clothes a stripper can have. <laughs> I think Almost uh, it's fully probably dressed. for the best. Yes, yes, it is for the best. But I love it so much. Uh-huh. It's like Mr. She Peanut. is just... <laughs> right, she's just putting on the Ritz. She's got a monocle and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, and she does, like, a full tap dancing routine. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. A <laughs> full tap dancing routine. Uh-huh. If you want to know where to go, it's Kinky Boots. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll your indulge vice. This is This can't get any better. Everyone has done... Perfect. That's a one. I'm going to bump that up to two, bringing me down to one total stress. Okay. Yeah. The night at Kinky Boots Tavern could not have gone better for the rest. Well, I mean, maybe a little bit for a couple of you just to get rid of that one stress. But, like, literally, no consequences. Everything went well. And you guys are all relatively stress-free or absolutely stress-free at the end of that downtime activity. So that was one for everybody. (laughs) That was nice. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it for sure. Who wants to go next? Presumably doing something else. <laughs> I am going to stick to my normal MO and train. Okay. I'm going to train in... What did we have? We had insight and prowess, I think. Trainers where you get double. You get a twofer. Yeah, that's what you've yeah. got training equipment in your wagon or hut or whatever. I am going to train in insight and i'm gonna put my dots in um oh no wait you have to just mark the top things when you train right correct okay i'm gonna put both of mine in insight there and that's it for me okie doke kathy since you have three do you want to go next so we can kind of sandwich sure um i think i'm trying to remember all of this the things we can do during downtime but i think one of them is like What's the word I'm looking for? Gain, like, contacts, right? Yes, can do this. you can. I have the list right here. Acquire an asset, long-term project, recover, reduce heat, train, indulge advice. So acquire an asset might be get contact with somebody or a group of people or something. Right, and we have, what, four heat still? Is that correct? Yes, you can also reduce heat. That's uh, an option as Right, well. I feel like that's... One thing I definitely want to do is reduce heat, and the other I think I would like to acquire a new contact. So we can start with reducing heat, but basically I just want to, we can kind of dovetail it into the the night at the the club, but I want to, like, use our new reputation with the, the red people. What were they called? They're called Red Wardens, but... Red Wardens, thank you. And, uh just Kathy's general contacts in town. Um, and we're making some friends. We are sort of getting Johnny Law off our backs. Well, okay. God knows we uh, haven't heard from Trev in forever. It's true. Yeah, what the fuck's up with Trev lately? Oh, man. Is he Mason, in Nightfort? Mason, I swear to God, you gotta stop reading my uh, DM notes on the on the podcast. <laughs> Trev might be showing up soon. Anyway. Nice. What are you gonna roll to do? Like, what, are you, what action are you taking to make that happen? I think I am consorting with people. Excellent. Give me that consort roll. 
the position and effect don't matter because it's just like its own little mini game. So five and a four. So four and a five, you reduce it by two. So your heat goes down by two. Sweet. I will do that on your sheet. So yeah, you're down to one heat. Sweet. And then I would like to acquire an asset or a... It is an asset, right? It's not like a contact. It says acquire an asset, but then there's a list of things. Gain temporary use of an asset. One special item. A cohort. uh, An expert or a gang. A vehicle. A service. So it's just like whatever you want it to be. I think I'm looking for a doctor. Okay. I would like to have uh, someone who can do some medicine uh, for my good friend's big strong back. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is how, how mechanically do I do that? You're going to roll the cruise tier. So you're going to roll one dice. Okay. And that the result indicates the quality of the asset that you get using the cruise tier. Okay. So can, I'm just going to roll a d6 then. Yep. That is a four. All right, on a four, that is equal to your tier. So you get a tier one doctor. Perfect. Which, as you know how hard it is to get up in tier, that's a decent doctor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He at least knows what uh, anesthetic is. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm-hmm. You're like, "Ah, yes, could you, would you mind looking at my my friend's uh, big strong back? It's been uh, absolutely ravaged. Uh, Whatever your name, Bruno. Dr. Bruno Mars. <laughs> oh, I was so happy with that right up until the end. He's obviously... Sure, he's Dr. Bruno Mars. And then in this I've world, heard you would do anything for your patients. I've heard you'd catch a grenade for them. I've uh, run out of Bruno Mars songs. Damn, that was it? And just even the lyrics to that song. That yep, was nope. <laughs> That's it. That's uh, okay, so I'm not going to do a fun, weird voice because Bruno Mars is just going to be a normal person. Uh, he's like, uh, yeah, uh, no, I'm very dedicated to my patients. Um, I'm glad that it's a reputation that precedes me. Did you say you have... I, I am an expert in big, strong backs. Did you say you have someone who needs uh, back treatment? Me! Uh, yeah, clearly not me, but uh, my friend Gonzo here... Uh, is in dire need of, of some assistance regarding his, uh, vis-a-vis his posterior. Oh, okay. Uh, is this your activity, Mason? Would you like to recover? Yes, I'm going to do recovery. Okay. He's like, oh, let's let's take a look at that. Ooh, these look like pretty significant howler scratches. Yeah, it's a big howler. Oh, okay. Normally, it's weird. Normally, they attack with their quills. Uh, their claws are like a last resort for them. You must have really, must have really been fighting this one. Yeah, it was a big long fight. It's a tough time. I'm like <laughs> eating a lollipop or something. I'm like face down. <laughs> you know that okay. that scene in Forrest Gump when he's like, "I got ice cream, Lieutenant Dan." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Suddenly you're Forrest Gump for yes. some reason. Uh, that's fine. Uh, sure. So I believe. So when it says choose a. Oh god, where did the thing go? I had the sheet up. It says choose a trait or something like that to roll. Well, I think you roll it's Tinker, uh, but I'm going to roll it. He's going to roll two dice and take the better of the two of them. And we're going to see what happens. Oof. Roll to three. So one segment of your healing clock is healed. Okay. Now, you've got a couple options. If you get hurt again in the next score, 
basically the healing clock gets wiped like goes away and you lose the piece of pie that you've just acquired so you could spend a coin to do another downtime activity which could also be recover and hope that it goes better you could also pay a coin to get to two segments but i don't know if you can pay to like go all the way to just full up like does that make sense so i think your best case is to like pay for another downtime activity or just like roll with your your injury so okay i want to fucking try it let's try it i spend one coin to do this right correct okay so i got my one coin and then oh okay (laughs) so that's another three so that's one more segment uh filled up all right well Thanks for trying, Doc. Dr. Bruno Mars. It's all in his name. Uh, Dr. Bruno Mars is like, I'm so sorry. My, like, I've caught so many grenades while attending to your back, and none of that has helped you. Yeah. He's like, I'm too hot. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts on his sunglasses and classy hat and, like, moonwalks out of the room. And then he says, mm-hmm. Julio, get the stretch. Yeah, that's right. Julio comes and picks him up, and... Uh... Yeah, I want Julio to try to heal me now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So I'm yeah. half healed. Sorry that didn't work out better for you. Hey, sometimes you just, you know? Yeah. Okay. And then, is there anything else anyone wants to do in Night Fort before we kind of move on with, like, entanglements and getting into potentially next scores and things that are happening? I guess, let me rephrase this a different way. We're going to enter free play. During free play at some point, uh, an entang- your entanglement will arise naturally. So... Feel free. You're in free play. You're in night for it. It's the day after all of this is like the the strip club thing. You got healed up in the morning by the doctor and as best he could. And you are uh, able to do whatever you'd like to do. I feel like we found that doctor while we're at the strip club. For sure. <laughs> Maybe that's he why. Was, he, he was recommended by the French chef um, mm-hmm. <laughs> after Kathy got done with her show. He was like, Oh, your friend, he has a hurt back. Uh, you should go see Dr. Bruno Mars. He's the very best back doctor in town. Uh, and that's how Kathy got that <laughs> that recommendation. Nice. That bastard. Matt, I'm not sure if I'm reading this right or not, but on the crew page it says, upon crew advance, each PC gets stash equal to two plus their tier level. So do we mm. each get three stash now? That sounds right. Yes, you should put that in your stash. So we can move coin from our person to our stash. Yeah, so basically your stash is like your retirement fund for your character. Whenever like either your character is forced out because you've taken too many traumas, we basically play kind of like a mini game or like analyze where you are in terms of how much money you have set aside from your adventuring life. Like what does life look like for you? Uh, So it's not like a vault where we can draw from it you can there is a way to get money back out of your stash but stash is like like a stash 401k. is like putting yeah putting money into your 401k like technically you can get it out but like uh you really shouldn't until you're retired <laughs> like right but if that's just something i haven't <laughs> i need to look at leveling up in tears more but if that says is that something it says that you like get that much into your stash you can just have that much into your stash yes okay and when is it we can purchase a vault like for the crew 
That's a great question. It might actually be like instead of getting a special power, you could have gotten an upgrade. Yeah, it says when you fill your crew's advancement tracker, either clear the marks and take a new special ability or mark two crew upgrade boxes. So okay. you could have instead uh, chosen a vault instead of that special ability, which you can still do. Like we can undo that if you'd rather have a vault uh, than Patreon. Oh, I don't know. I didn't discuss it with the guys, but I did find their coin slash monetary thing on the Blades in the Dark site. It says that more than four coin is an impractical amount to keep lying around. You must spend the excess or put it in your stash. See below. A crew can also store four coin in their lair by default. If they upgrade to a vault, they can expand their stores to eight and then 16 coin. Any coin beyond their limit must be spent as soon as possible or distributed among the crew members. And then it says removing. It has a thing about removing coin from your stash. It says if you want to pull coin out of your stash, you may do so at a cost. Your character sells off some of their assets and then investments in order to get some quick cash for every two stash removed to get one coin instead uh, oh. in cash yeah so you get you get that 50 percent tax mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i just want uncle to, sam well uh get a <laughs> right i want to get a, a vault when we can but i don't know that we need to go back and do it like redo what we did okay but yeah that's how you get it cool so we all currently sitting at full no, I Kathy has two. I have two coin. Okay. The uh, the lair has four, and I have four. But I'm fine doing a vault before we do the patron. Okay. Yeah, I am too. Cool. Okay, I will switch that on your sheet. Cool. Uh, now you can put more nice. coin in your in your wagon. Our super secure wagon. <laughs> We're driving around in a Fort Knox version of the wagon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's uh. Bright sunny day uh, out in the night fort. People are hawking their wares and coming and going. I mean, I guess I might as well try to stock up on some more dynamite. <laughs> Seems like that's uh, something I need. Sure. Uh, are you going back to Cassandra or are you going somewhere else? I mean, is there another place to go? You can try to find another place if you didn't like her. Oh, I liked her. She was fine. Okay. I just don't want to like take all her dynamite so that her customers don't have any. Sure, sure. But yeah, I'll go see Cassandra. Okay. You go see her. She's like, oh, hey, you're back. How'd the how'd your previous purchase go? She kind of gives you a knowing look. Worked perfectly. Thank you. That, that's what I like to hear. I actually... don't think I've forgotten about that favor. Right. I didn't think you had. Um, but I'm also uh, I'm interested in maybe uh, making another purchase of the same, same stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh... Do you have any on hand? Yeah, she's like, I do have a little bit, but this would kind of, well, it wouldn't wipe me out per se, but you're you're buying a lot of my dynamite, man. Uh, <laughs> how much otherwise? do you need? Right. Got to sell it. Um, she's playing a game, man. Yeah. <laughs> she's working her angles. What did we say it comes in last time? Uh, five sticks is one dot on the inventory. On your inventory. But I mean, like, from buying it from her well she charged you a favor and oh, i don't that's... know if she charged you a coin or not but no i think she did charge i think it was favor. just a favor some stress um well i just tell her uh, i don't need to clear you out right now i still gotta i got some sticks left so i'll come back another time okay she lets you go and anyone else doing anything else while he's in the shop or did you guys go with him 
Yeah, I think we can be there together. Uh, I would have went with him. Okay. Uh, as you guys are leaving the shop, you hear from behind you, No way! Is that the Slay Dogs? And you know the distinctive voice of Trev the minute you hear it. And he's like, Slay Dogs! Woof woof! Of course we turn. Woof woof! Trev! Yeah, so uh, Trev is just exactly what he sounds like. He or is the kid from the Goofy movie who like has is really into uh, spray cheese. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so he's just he's like, oh my sleigh dogs. He gives uh, you a big hug, like a bear hug. Uh, Gonzo, the which back. maybe hurts a little yeah. bit. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, that looks rough. Uh, he like fist bumps you or tries to give you a fist bump there Jacques I bump him yeah and he is like oh and then he like namaste bows to Kathy he's like oh I'm so excited to see you I just got out of the crimson wastelands just did my you know yearly retreat gotta recenter uh the chakras and uh I didn't think I'd be seeing you but like oh I'm so glad I did I actually have a job for you guys I was gonna like Send one of those runners to go find you. Cool. What's the job? I met a genie. <laughs> I that's, laugh in his face. Trev, that sounds dope. <laughs> it, it freaking is, man. He is so cool. Anyway, he said he needed help with something important. And I was like, I know just the people to call. It's the fucking sleigh dogs. <laughs> he like gets really into it. <laughs> Brought to you by Trev. Uh, and <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, but you're already here. That's so great. He's uh, he's staying over at uh, Fountainland, which you uh, would recognize as the Bellagio. And uh, he's like, yeah, uh, apparently he, he said he's got a room up at the top, which is, I mean, pretty baller. But yeah, anyway. Baller uh, pl- weird how these people stay in the burnt out husks of these old buildings. <laughs> Except for the Temple of the Luxor, it's gorgeous. Balling like a hobo. I mean, you do know that some, yeah, like, they are burnt out husks, but every, like, there are particular sections of these hotels that are, like, if you get up into them, they are nice all of a sudden. Like, they've been <laughs> kind of, like, taken care of or, uh, like, almost, like, refurbished. But it is, this is kind of weirder than the normal places. You don't... Balling is relative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hold on. He's I, like, I want to make sure I understand correctly. He met a genie. Mm-hmm. And the genie is staying in a room. Correct. Okay. Now, Trev, where what, did like... you meet this this fellow who claims to need help? I, I told you I was on uh, my yearly retreat in the Crimson Wastelands, just recentering my chakras. And, uh, I mean, technically the term is gin, but mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I slip up and call him a genie. Uh, my bad. Are you sure anyway, it wasn't just a man named Jim? A hundred percent. This guy's name was not Jim at all. <laughs> his name. His name's Nico. Oh, and he's a gin. <laughs> Do I know what gin are? They're genies. <laughs> I'm not asking Trev. I'm asking Matt. They're genies. <laughs> like oh. as 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 I know a genie. Like, but basically in yes. my head, I'm like, this sounds you like know, bullshit. But I don't you know, know what I a gin like. Yeah, you know what Mason knows. This is like genie and a lamp, three wishes. That's what you know about Jin. 
Okay. And he needs help? That's what he said. I was surprised, too. I was like, why do you need help? And he's like, I have a very important job, and I need help getting it done. Do you know anyone? And I was like, actually, yes. And then I told him about you. So what's the job? I don't know. He wouldn't tell me. He just said, well, if you've got friends who can do it, like send him over to uh, the fountain building. Well, well Trip, afford how us, did you right? know we could do it? How did I know you could do it? Because you're the yeah. fucking sleigh dogs. You could do anything. Woo-hoo! That's right. Yeah. I mean, we correct. are right. a tier yeah, one. That's brought enough. to you by Trev. Group. He can afford us, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a genie, man. I'm assuming he can afford you. We're going to afford the Bellagio, so. Right. The fountain. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. Fountainland, man. You guys don't feel as excited to see me as I am as you see you. <laughs> Trev, how high are you right I'm now? getting a weird yeah, energy. Trev, I mean, I'm, I'm, medium. Right. Oh, yeah, all right. Medium high. Medium for you or that's medium That's pretty good for you, Trev. I told you I centered person. my chakras, man. So right, right. I'm, I'm all kinds of medium right now. And how much ayahuasca had you had when you met this person? I'm going to give you one guess. All of it? Medium. <laughs> okay. I say we go meet uh, Jim or whatever. Right, his, his name's Nico. It, yes, probably goes yeah. by let's James. Let's do it, Trev. Again, it's Nico. I'm fucking stoked, Trev. Let's let's do this. Thank you, man. I'm stoked too. Uh, have a blast and like hit me up on your way, or, like when you're done, uh, so you can apologize for not believing in me. <laughs> your patron, and then he walks away. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's not gonna make an introduction. <laughs> we don't know what room this dude's in at the Bellage or at the Fountainland. Just go to the Fountainland. Ask for Nico. I got things to do. I've been right, gone Trev. for All months. Right, My bills are not paid. <laughs> yeah, we know. I you're our you, contact, Trev. not our patron. Mm-hmm. Know your place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later, Slay Dogs. Brought to you by Trev. And uh, he. <laughs> He wanders away down the street, and then, like, the next group he sees, he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it, it's you! And he's, like, doing the same thing that he did. <laughs> Red Wardens, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, just Damn like, it, Trev. oh, my God, Carol! And he's just like, I was out in the Crimson Wasteland. Anyway, that was Trev. I hope you enjoyed Trev. I, I do Trev. enjoy Trev. There are characters, like, mildly, just always mildly irritated by Trev. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love it. He's the one who always shows up with like not enough money or like didn't quite make all the plans that like he's still there, but there's like some reason that he kind of puts a burden on everybody. Mm-hmm. I can, that feels I right. Can try. All what right. do you guys think? You want to check out this genie situation? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Sweet. Let's go to the Fountainland. Okay. Uh, you go to the Fountainland. And is this the are we going to be finishing up with free play and like going into another segment yes okay is that all right do you want is there something you want to do before you go to Fountainland? uh yes actually i want to okay. i think i just want to see if there's any research or people who would be like researchers uh or students of like these ruins that we've kind of found a couple times like the ancient mm-hmm. tech like ever since we ran into that cali figure um gonzo's had a little bit of an obsession with like trying to figure out more of that stuff 
Okay. So I get, there's two ways to look at this, because the people of your world either view the ancient ones, there are like scholars who try to like deduce what they know kind of thing, or there's like people who are like, the ancient ones were mystics, mm-hmm. and they have spirits trapped in objects, and I talk to ghosts. Which of those two avenues do you want to go down to figure out stuff? Like, you know what I mean? Because that's basically the two branching thoughts in this world is they were wizards or they were scientists. Um, I think I like they were scientists. Okay. Honestly, Kathy's probably the foremost scholar in the area right now. I was going to uh, she... say, I got one more pip and study from my XP, so ah. I'm pretty good. So Kathy, honestly, probably is the most knowledgeable person that you're running into. Most of the people in Night Fort are more uh, mystically inclined. And the few that are scientists are basically like, I mean, you can go talk to somebody and like have a conversation, but you know that Kathy's pretty knowledgeable. Uh, Okay, I think that's fine. I think uh, I'll just be like, you know, Kathy, we're going to reconnect later uh, in a scientific way about these ruins and stuff because i've been doing a lot of thinking about them connect in a scientific way i'll get my anatomy textbooks but <sighs> are you sure you can handle that with your back no I'm, i mean oh my god <laughs> Jacques is literally laughing <laughs> it's... i'm now realizing that i <laughs> i tossed you over to <laughs> just like the science of the sexy coin that you had and like how all that tech relates to us in this world sure you're looking to get rid of the refraction period and just like go back to back to back am i reading this wrong yeah yeah i'll dive in (laughs) next time we have some downtime we'll talk about it perfect (laughs) and something about a coin (laughs) no the the cali coin oh the 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 superwoman who was totally hitting on me Yes, the one that led us into That's that the one. set of ruins to free her. It, whatever it was. Sure, what are, we, what are we trying to learn about her? Like, what her sign is? Well, not really about her. I was just relating it to those ruins. Uh, because I had to get you off of sex for a second. <laughs> That's unfortunate. But we're still about there, huh? Okay. No. Um. Alright, so maybe... We'll just talk about the ruins later. Perfect. And she winks. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I have to find smarter contacts. <laughs> well, contacts that are as smart as Kathy. So I don't have to talk to her about this. Kathy's gonna go to Jacques. I'm gonna be like, I mean, I don't know if you wanted to get in on this action, but apparently Gonzo wants to get ruined later. <laughs> Yeah. So here's so Jacques has reached a point where he's gone from maple syrup to any kind of syrup to straight up boots. Uh, at this point, Jacques's like, "Hell yeah!" Oh man. my god, <laughs> <laughs> he's just strung out all the time now. Edit that out. Just, no. just how I, just how I imagined this game was gonna go. Anyway, what does Kathy come across while she's looking for pornography, but instead uh, <laughs> is looking through a textbook um, about ancient ruins? Uh, I don't know. Roll something. <laughs> we'll, we'll roll a study. 
Okay. The highest was five. a five. What's your question? What are you looking for? I think I'm more like, what is Gonzo looking for? Um, I don't know. Gonzo's just trying to be interested in something <laughs> beyond smashing things with hammers, which is great, but he needs more. Sure. Uh, so he wants to find out what the purpose. Basically, he doesn't know how to study things in like a historical sense, and he just wants to know more about the ruins. Okay, so. Kathy, in your research and also just like your knowledge from your life in the past, you like the leading theory is that the ancient ones, if you don't subscribe to the idea that they are wizards in a wizard society and everything's magic, then I mean, they were just regular people like us who lived in an advanced time and they, you know, they could do other things that we couldn't. And that's that's a controversial kind of thought is basically that they're <laughs> that the ancient ones were just like you and me because most people are like no way these people had all this cool stuff like all this dangerous stuff that we deal with so that's your best scientific guess is that like well depending on where you, the ancient ruins you get into that's what really dictates what uh kind of experience you have and like there's some evidence to back that up so like different buildings it, it like basically building types if you walk into a building that is laid out like a walmart or a target or whatever like pretty safe non not dangerous at all uh apartment buildings you can live in them like labs any kind of like research facility bases of operate like any kind of military installation that you guys find it's like that shit's super dangerous there's weapons there's things that we don't understand how they work and so there is like a community of scholars who basically try to categorize layouts of ruins as being safest, safer, not safe at all, extremely dangerous, that kind of thing. That's something you can know with that that role. It's not super insightful, I guess, but it, it might be helpful to you uh, in the future as you guys like discuss this while uh, Kathy vigorously makes love to Gonzo. <laughs> all right (laughs) anything else you guys want to do nope before you go to the Uh, bellagio that's enough enough. are we sure yeah i feel like it is you go to the fountainlands hotel and casino uh you are what do you do do you just go up to the highest room you can get to (laughs) i guess there's probably not like a front desk but is there do, do people like congregate in the lower area. Yeah, you can like ask someone how to get like or yes, there's people around. Is there a genie here? I don't know about that. What about a guy about named Nico? Nico? Oh yeah, Nico's they like ask somebody and there there's somebody there is like a front desk, let's just say. And <laughs> they're like, Yeah, there's a Nico staying in this room. Like, do you need to see him? Yeah. He's expecting us. Oh, okay. Then head right up. They tell you how to get there. Sweet. Climb. Sweet. 48 flights of stairs. <laughs> there you go. And there's a door just like it's supposed to be. Uh, it's closed, obviously, but you find knock, his room. Knock, knock, knock. Come in. <laughs> I open the door, but we don't walk in yet. We just, like, push the door open. <laughs> okay, uh, you push the door open, and on the far side of this suite, you can see... It looks like the old man, kind of, from the Zelda games, if you've played Breath of the Wild, like... Uh, at the beginning of the game, he's like hooded. You can see like a beard is like coming out from the hood. You can't see the face. He's turned away from you. But you can also see a pipe sticking out and like smoke 
kind of coming up. And uh, he's like, Slay dogs, come in, come in. I have a job for you. And he turns around and pulls his hood back. And he is, his face is red, like red, red. He has like tusks that come out from his bottom teeth and his top teeth that kind of curve in opposite directions. And this guy looks like you might imagine a genie would look like. And he's like, please don't be afraid. My name's Nico. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you've got the time, we would really appreciate if you could take a minute to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening. You can follow us at at WhoseDice on Twitter or email us at WhoseDiceAreThesAnyway at gmail.com. Thanks again. See you next week.